the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Oklahoma Senator James Lankford, he's chairman of the Homeland Security Committee. And out of that committee has come a brand new bill that I think everyone is going to welcome. It's called the uh, the Prevent Government Shutdown uh, Bill. Welcome, Senator. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning to you as well. What does Prevent Government Shutdown Act do? Well, I know it's a sneaky title, but it actually tries to just stop the whole thing of government shutdowns. Uh, government shutdowns don't uh, save us any money. We lose money and increase chaos in the system. So the, the simple idea is that if we get to the end of a fiscal year, uh, that we have a, what's called an automatic continuing resolution. That means we keep spending exactly what we were spending the week before. So federal workers don't feel a government shutdown. American people don't feel it. But members of Congress and our staff and the Office of Management and Budget in the White House all lose travel privileges. Uh, so the basic thing is we stay in D.C. weekends, weekdays. Uh, there's a mandatory what's called quorum call every day in the House and the Senate. So we stay in continuous session until we actually get it resolved. Uh, so there is no leaving on a Codell. There is no leaving to go do a fundraiser. There is no leaving to go see your family on the weekend. We stay in session until it's done. It, it, it's no different than what most Americans done. If the job is not done, you can't leave. You keep working until the job is done. I think that creates a greater pressure to be able to finish it and take the pressure off the federal worker uh, where we shouldn't have uh, pressure on the federal worker. They can't actually vote to restart the government. We can. The people who are failing in that situation are the president and Article 1. Uh, I wouldn't urge this for the staff, but I wonder if maybe reductions in pay on accumulating basis for members of the Congress and the president that wouldn't matter to Mr. Trump would be appropriate. Well, see, that that's the issue, what you said. The pay wouldn't matter to Mr. Trump. Obviously, he donates uh, all of his pay every, every single time anyway. There's quite a few members of Congress that are multimillionaires uh, that are not going to feel a difference in pay. The one universal commodity that's all precious to all of us is time. And so while some members would feel pay and many members would not hear, uh, it would be a very significant thing to say. We, we can move on to the next thing once we finish our constitutional responsibility on this thing, on the budgeting. That's something everybody feels the pressure on, and uh, everybody would stay on focus to say, let's keep negotiating until we finish this. All right, let me give you my two objections. One, and I'm not sure that they're not all overcome by better arguments. One is that occasionally you have to make a point. The shutdown, the first shutdown, Ted Cruz's shutdown was to make the point and define the parties on Obamacare. The most recent one was to make the shutdown and make the point about a border fence. In both cases, Republicans lost, but I'll be arguing with Tim Alberto later today that in both cases, the Republicans drove home their message and defined their parties. Do we always want to take the dramatic step of shutdown off the table when it serves a long-term purpose of definition of the parties? I think there are other ways to be able to define uh, differences, and there are significant differences between the party when you deal with debt and deficit, national security issues, border security. There's, there's very 
significant differences between the party. But I think you can do that without squandering the taxpayer dollar at the same time. Because when we're making that political point, we're also losing billions of dollars in taxpayer dollars because a government shutdown causes a lot of chaos in every agency. Every agency has to set aside what they're doing, prepare actually instead for the shutdown, then do furloughs, all the chaos in those families. Then it's a tremendous cost to restart things again. Uh, that's a lot of money to be spent by the taxpayers so we can make a political point. Could we now here, here's my real problem. Continuing resolutions wreck military acquisition. And right. I think you know that and I know that yep. and the audience yep. should just take it on our word. Could you exempt the the defense appropriations and require that to be passed so that the admirals and the government uh, suppliers, contractors who are trying to build ships and deliver planes are not living on CRs, which does not allow for multi-year. Can, can you get defense appropriations out of this and just say that will always pass at plus 10 percent or something? I, I doubt it because our uh, Democratic colleagues would never agree to that. We have bipartisan support for this format. Uh, my goal is we would only have one of these probably every generation because the members of Congress really are very attentive to our own time and the many obligations that we have. We have offices back in our state. Uh, we have responsibilities internationally with other things that we do. I'm on the state and foreign operations and those that are in the intel committee, those that are on the armed services. Those individuals all have responsibilities outside Washington, D.C. are pretty significant. But we couldn't do any of those things until our first thing is done. Well, I do, I do see how the sanction might work. I, I can see the incentive you built in here. But what if people are locked in that? You know, that was the, what brought sure. the sequester, the disaster of the sequester was the demand for Democrats for a dollar of new spending on domestic for every dollar of new spending on defense. And that led to gridlock because Republicans were not having that. Uh, and if we end up in that situation again, I can see this going on for a long time. And defense, once again, having all a sequestration, sequestration was terrible for defense. Sure. Um, is there any way out of that box where Democrats demand that box? They, they have demanded that box, and that, that, as you mentioned, that's only been recently. Oh, in the last 10 years that we had this dollar-for-dollar dollar, uh, defense and non-defense, I think that's a terrible way to be able to break down the budget because it does a couple of things. One, it assumes that no Democrat cares about defense, and that's not true. And it also assumes that no Republican cares about anything other than defense, and that's certainly not true. And so even the breakdown of it is wrong just in its, uh, in its assumptions. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to keep negotiating until we get it done. And I, uh, right, right now, every single year, we have a continuing resolution of some length. Uh, sometimes those are months and months long, which is horrible for national defense. Sometimes they're very short. This is putting in a, in a, in a system that if we have a continuing resolution, I think it would be fairly short. Uh, because it's going to require that we keep working until it's done. I mean, you remember last December when the longest government shutdown in, in American history started. Uh, we all left here and went home for Christmas. That would not occur again. Uh, there would be a requirement that we're all here. We keep working until we, we get it actually done. Uh, we've had 21 government shutdowns in the last 40 years. I'd like to see them end. So uh, this has got out of the committee. Is it going to get out of the Senate where you need 60 votes, and do you think it passes the House? Well, we've got two committees that it has to go through. It's going through Homeland Security because it has a federal workforce uh, component. Then it will go next through the Appropriations Committee because it has a continuing resolution uh, a, a portion. So we've got to get through the next committee now, then get it to the floor. I would tell you I had Republicans and Democrats in the Senate have had wide support for it. Now, everyone's at the point of picking through the details, which is entirely reasonable. Everybody gets their fingerprints on it to be able to take a look and see what they think on ways to make it better. We're going through that process right now. We'll have a new version of it dropped very 
similar to what we've had in the past is a couple of technical tweaks that will drop go through the Appropriations Committee as it should, and then it'll start working its way through the process. I'm, I'm confident we'll get it through the House. Uh, Mitch McConnell has been supportive of finding a way to be able to end government shutdowns. This is the only one that has real bipartisan support, and uh, we're working with his team as well to be able to make sure the language is well. Any signal from uh, Speaker Pelosi? I have not. We've actually been working on this on the Senate side. I've visited with some of the Democratic and Republican members of the Appropriations Committee uh, to be able to get their feel for it. They have had a very strong support for it as well. Uh, The initial shock for everyone is everyone hates CRs, these continuing resolutions, and I'm with you on that. But every year we have one, and I'm trying to figure out how to, if we have one, keep it as short as possible. And this is the best way to keep it as short as possible. All right, we'll keep track on that. Now I want to switch very quickly. You and Senator Scott pioneered a civility initiative a couple of years ago. I actually practiced it. It was to invite someone to your house for dinner who was of a different race of yours and to make sure that you had a conversation about race in the course of that. So we, Fetching Mrs. You and I did that, and we had a wonderful time. I am curious... Uh, if you've given up on civility in this Washington after that meltdown in the House yesterday, the president tweets uh, the statements the week before from the squad. I mean, is this just a, a hopeless task? No, I, I don't think it's a hopeless task. I think you, you press on with it. There will always be arguments. There will always be bitter feuds. I think there is a way to be able to turn the volume down. And the way to be able to turn the volume down is to be able to actually have real dialogue across the table and to be able to visit with somebody. Uh, if you don't know and understand someone, sit down and be able to visit, and uh, that makes an incredible difference. There's still maybe the opportunity uh, to be able to argue things out, but in a more civil manner. I think it's entirely reasonable uh, to be able to just have a civil dialogue on hard things. We're, we're Americans. We don't agree on everything. We have strong disagreements on a lot of things. That's the nature of our republic. Um, but we should be able to still be able to do it in a way that's civil and honors each other in their humanity uh, without having to try to obliterate someone personally. And a last question, Secretary Pompeo coming on to talk about the second annual ministerial on religious freedom. How important is it that the United States raise this flag? Oh, it, it is incredibly important uh, that we continue to talk about this basic liberty that is the freedom to be able to have a faith, practice your faith, or change your faith. That We don't realize in America how rare that is worldwide for that simple belief. I can go to countries in Europe where they're shocked by that to say that, that members of Congress or individuals could live out their personal faith. And that we, we think there are similarities with us in Europe, but they're not. Many areas are not. Asia, Africa, on and on and on. The majority of countries in the world still, the people of that country have to practice the faith of their leaders. Uh, And if they don't, uh, they face consequences for that. In the United States, you can practice any faith or have no faith or change your faith with freedom. And that basic human right is something we should continue to be able to talk about. And people are suffering and dying around the world because they don't have it. So let's stand up for it. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.